Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Big stories, big guests, the big picture. Afternoons with Rob Breckenridge. Weekdays 1230 to 3, 770 CHQR. Well, yes, that Olympic funding announcement is still percolating at City Hall today, but um, also getting a lot of attention at City Hall today is the announcement from uh, the same uh, finance minister, Joe Cece, $11.2 million uh, announced in new funding today for municipalities uh, to help cover the cost of policing, cannabis-related policing costs. And it is something that uh, municipalities, obviously, including Calgary, have been pushing for for some time. So joining us uh, to talk more about it is the aforementioned uh, Alberta Finance Minister, Joe Cece. Minister, thanks for making some time for us here today. Welcome to the program. Hey, thanks, Rob, very much. Uh, appreciate the opportunity to t- talk about this and other things. Yeah, well, and let, let's just touch on the Olympia thing briefly, and we'll, we'll, we'll get on to this announcement today. I know you talked a lot about it Friday. We listened in on, on some of that news conference you held. Uh, but from your perspective, this is, even though it's less than maybe some had hoped for, still a, a meaningful contribution from the Alberta government. Oh, yeah, it's a significant amount of money. I mean, we're talking about $700 million, uh, and we're not going to uh, uh, shy away from that number. Uh, we are, of course, expecting that there'll be other things happen, um, like there has to be a plebiscite that the majority of Calgarians support the bid for an Olymp- uh, Olympics, and IOC, of course, has to award the Winter Games to Calgary. And lastly, there has to be increased transparency in all of the actions that the BIDCO and others, uh, city, et cetera, uh, participate uh, fully and transparently with uh, this going forward. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, yeah, I mean, $700 million is a lot of money. And obviously money is, is rather tight for the province of Alberta these days. Where, where are we getting that money from? Oh, well, we will budget for it, of course, um, and it will not affect our path to balance. Uh, we will, it's a one-time expense, and we'll cash flow it uh, in the out years, meaning, you know, starting later in, in the budget cycle, not right away, because the money's not needed right away. Uh, so we will be uh, providing that to Calgary if they're successful and the citizens support it. But it is a, f- a final offer, essentially. The, the number is firm. Yes, it is. Yeah. It's firm. Okay, let's talk about the announcement today. And it was, uh, you know, in part an update of where we're at two days away from cannabis legalization, but some additional new funding for municipal policing costs. Um, tell us a bit more about that. Sure. Well, we know um, that uh, much of the impacts of legalization is going to be felt locally. Um, that's why, despite forecasting net losses uh, for the first two years to the government of Alberta, we're going to provide $11.2 million over two years for municipalities to help with their enforcement and other implementation costs. Uh, it will be short-term funding until we know what the real-world impacts on cannabis legalization are, Rob, and we're going to continue to consult with our municipal partners as legalization moves forward here. 
but municip- the ones that will be eligible for this are municipalities that have a population of more than 5,000 residents and are responsible for their own policing. Uh, they're going to be eligible because uh, municipalities with under 5,000 residents, uh, the province of Alberta already pays uh, for the policing in those places. All right. Well, and that's an important point you make because the press release from the Alberta Urban Municipalities Association, they say over 215 urban municipalities will be forced to cover legalization costs on their own. Well, only 52 towns and cities and urban service areas will receive minimal funding. So they say that there's nothing here for communities under 5,000, but you say those, those costs are already covered. They're already picked up by the government of Alberta. They don't, those municipalities don't pay for their own policing costs. That's done by the government of Alberta. So the 50 so or so municipalities, um, you know, they have uh, costs that they may be uh, responsible for, and we've provided this short-term funding until we know what these impacts are on their, their, uh, on their, on their costs. We're, but uh, the whole time, we're going to con- continue to consult through municipal fairs and other places um, with uh, our partner municipalities on what their Im- impact is. In terms of why we're seeing these costs, I mean, ending prohibition, I, I think, entails some some savings when it comes to law enforcement not having to prosecute the sort of crimes we had to prosecute before. I mean, is how, how do we how do we calculate what these costs are and where where there might be savings? Well, I can tell you that uh, the principles behind the Alberta cannabis framework are fourfold. Uh, It's keeping cannabis out of the hands of children, so there may be uh, additional costs there. It's protecting human health, um, and we are doing a lot of advertising so that uh, citizens know uh, about the impacts of cannabis on their own bodies and uh, the effect of mixing cannabis and alcohol, etc. We're promoting safety on roads and in workplaces and in public spaces. Uh, and, of course, we all want to address the illegal market and get it out of the illegal market. The black market doesn't have these costs. Uh, they just uh, essentially sell to the highest, highest person who will pay the most. Uh, we have these costs, and municipalities are bearing some of that, and that's what this announcement today uh, is reflective of, that there's some local uh, uh, costs to communities, and we want to participate in ameliorating those. What kind of revenue is the Alberta government anticipating from, from the sale of cannabis? Uh, good question. We uh, anticipate there won't be any net gain in revenue for two years, that there'll be losses uh, as a result of setting up the system of online sales, setting up the inspectors, the warehouse, uh, the um, inspection of retail premises, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera, as well as advertising. Um, So we uh, think there'll be a loss of $90 million in this area over two years. In spite of that, we're coming up with $11.2 million for partners at the local municipal level so that they can address uh, the, the real-world impacts on their costs. Uh, the mayor referred to this announcement, uh, the mayor of Calgary, that is, as um, somewhat last minute. And, and, I mean, it's true that legalization is just two days away. But can, can you speak to the timing of this? Uh, the timing of the grant for municipalities? Yeah, yes. Uh, yeah, well, actually, we have 
been doing a lot of things to get prepared for uh, uh, Wednesday's legalization day. Uh, as you know, we've had to work with licensed producers, uh, and there are 15 of those uh, that will per- be providing uh, legal cannabis to our warehouse. We've had to set up a warehouse. We've had to set up a process for online uh, sales. We've had to get inspectors in place so that they could be ready to go out and deal with any complaints that come. Uh, we have uh, a process to ensure that the that a point of uh, order and sale and delivery all is going to adults and not children. We've been doing many things, and, and this is the latest thing that we've concluded is uh, understanding that there is an impact on uh, that will be felt locally, and we want to help with that. Now, the AGLC, of course, is overseeing all of this, and uh, right. they were on hand for this announcement today. They'll be overseeing the approval of, of new retail outlets uh, as we move forward. But, I mean, for example, in Calgary on Wednesday, there will be only two stores that, that are legally allowed to sell cannabis. What's the time frame going forward to get more stores open? Yeah, as uh, uh, CEO and President Alan Maisonneuve said in the press uh, conference, uh, you know, we're only at the start of legalization. We're not at the finish line. The finish line will come over uh, uh, the next several years, probably, until everything shakes out. But um, he also said that uh, over the next 30 days, there will be many more stores in Calgary. Many more are in the queue. Uh, There's some uh, issues at the municipal level. Um, There are some issues at the retailer level in terms of Uh, not having business licenses, so they can't actually open their doors. Um, So the the, uh, good news is that over the next 30 days, there will probably be many, many, many more locations in Calgary. But in the meantime, people have the online portal availability at albertacannabis.ca slash cannabis, I think, Uh, albertacannabis.ca. Dot org. Sorry, albertacannabis.org. People can uh, go online starting at uh, 12.01 Wednesday morning, um, and uh, uh, the, the, the call center will be live at that point in time, um, and there will be information about product prices, product availability. Um, so there's several ways that Calgarians, if they're not interested in going to an actual storefront, can shop. All right. Yeah, albertacannabis.org, uh, as you say, the website. Uh, Minister Cece, thanks for making some time for us here today. Appreciate this. Not at all. I appreciate it, too. Thanks a lot. Take care. Afternoons with Rob Breckenridge, starting at 1230 on News Talk 770 Calgary.